Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. Hello. Yada, 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 yada queen. How are you? You know, like, in all honesty, I'm just like... The universe never, like, fully, like, recovered from Mercury being in retrograde, I don't think. Like, I still feel like I'm retrograded. Yeah. Is that just, like, 30, though? And, like... Don't you wish my life away? (laughs) She's 29. (laughs) I don't know. No, it's... But also, like, we have been... Like, when did retrograde end? Because we have been, like, non-stop. I know, we missed it. it was... Socializing, which is, like, not a bad problem to have. Yeah. But... I mean, the thing is, it's really fucked up. Because all these, like, good things are currently happening. Mm. And for some reason, I just, like, am really struggling to, like, get out of bed. And not in a, like, I haven't slept enough kind of way. But just in a, like... I just don't want to do today kind of way, you know? Yeah. So what is that? Seasonal depression? Yeah, maybe. A fucking gorgeous SAD. day today. Oh, yeah. It was so nice yeah. today. A really good day to spend indoors. It was though, a really well. good day to um, have conversations about the weather. Like, I know some people hate weather chat. Who? Matt Rogers and Bowen Yang. Do they? Culturistas. Oh, yeah, they do. Have. Do you know what, though? I love weather chat. I know, I know. I spoke to someone in Melbourne on the phone, and we just had the best chat about the weather. Yeah, I think that when you are from a place where, like, the weather really brings yes. you together. Yes. Because we are here, and we know the weather sucks yeah. sometimes. Yeah. But we are still here, and we are surviving. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Um, oh, that sucks. Like, we've all been there. Yeah, just feeling it a lot at the moment. But um, I don't know. I just feel feeling very anxious. Yeah. But um, Got to find ways to task. combat it. I know. I really, really, really need to start meditating at yeah. the beginning of every day. Or at least a couple of times a week. <laughs> yeah. So more. I think that it would really help set my intentions for the day. Fully yeah. Because I feel scrambled. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not a nice feeling at all. Yeah. At all. How about you? I'm good. Um, someone finally noticed at work that I have a new perfume. It's taken a week. And it was because... Someone else has the same perfume as me, and they're like, oh, I can smell her. And I was like, what can you smell? They're like, Curio Noir Diaphysis, or I don't know how you say it. (laughs) I believe that's it. (laughs) And then I was like, that's me! It's me! It's not her! And it was really nice. Well, congratulations, listener. I also got a cake. 
today yeah the birthday yeah. continues what kind of cake um it was like a really shitty it didn't taste shitty but it looked like it would be shitty like pack and save oh yeah fake fake cream steward yeah and it wasn't really for me but like it kind of was i don't know you but it was decided, pres- you're like Happy <laughs> well it was presented to me as if it was my birthday cake and then i was like you're lying like that's not my birthday cake and was then- it just a different cake it was just a cake that a customer had dropped in to like do a swap to take some coffee oh, sacks home. How gorgeous is it when you get given gifts? All the time and it's always food. It's so nice. Yeah, it's really kind. Think about Christmas in their office. I know. Insane. Wild. Um, do you have a first sip? I do have a first sip. And before we get into it, I would just like to sing. It's the first sip. <laughs> Um, so my first sip this week is a song that I have been listening to on repeat, um, by friend of the pod page. Yes. She has released a new single called Goodbye, um, which was produced by Wells. Yeah. And it tells the story. It's like a heartbreak banger. It makes you want to cry and dance. And I just think that it shows true, like pop stardom in there yeah in that song. and also like artistic growth 100 percent. i think she's heading in the direction that when we talked to her she sounded like that's her dream is to be a pop star yeah um and yeah the song is like getting gonna get her there it's totally. gonna like um i'm really excited to see what the whole like album, album. is gonna be like yeah if this is the first offering from it it's gorgeous and I'm really excited to hear it live. Very excited to hear it live. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about this. Oh, I don't God. think we have. Okay. That's why I was like trying to do the setup. Oh my God. So <laughs> listeners, if you haven't seen on social medias, um, go to at kickonspod on Instagram or at one hit one duh. Um, that's my Instagram. You can go to at Stephanie Moore as well. It's yeah. I haven't posted about it, but I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was going through your whole instagram the other day did you realize i archived like did we talk about how i had archived like so many posts no but when i went through it was like a love letter to me it was so nice i was like we we have some fun um but i have been asked to support Paige um on her national tour and i will be supporting her in wellington so i have like a 15 minute slot at the beginning of the night at Meow will be my first official gig um, singing my own original music. And I could not be more grateful and mm. excited. And you can find tickets at Mosh Ticks or go to Pages Space. Or just go to my bio on my Instagram, which is at one hit wonder. You can also go to at Kickons Pod and enter the competition to win one of two double passes. Cha-chinga. Honestly, it's going to be a night to remember. It's the start of something new. And Jason's mum's going to be there. Yeah. And maybe my dad. <laughs> wow, that would be amazing. My dad's not going to be there, but that's only because he's coming down in at the end of August to watch the rugby. So I couldn't possibly make two trips. Fair. <laughs> do you have a first sip for us? I do. It actually really ties in nicely. I thought that my first sip would be an Instagram account that you might have seen 
um, us posting about, but also people may not follow us on Instagram and or may have missed it. So my first tip is an Instagram account called Hype Medium. Um, it's a New Zealand Instagram account that celebrates local um, and yeah, local musicians and artists. They post the cutest gear guides ever. Like, the aesthetics is just amazing. So cute. I'll be on next month's one. Yeah, I was (laughs) thinking about that. They were actually so good when I released You Rescued Me. They shared the shit out of it. Yeah, so they're amazing. And I think it's just really cool to... um, Because we see, like, lots of stuff about the big dogs. And it's nice to, like, see some stuff about the other people. And there was a really cool interview with Teeks on there recently. And... We just love it, and they're really cute, and we've had lots of fun working with them because we just did a giveaway with them. Congrats to Matthew, who won that. Oh, my God. He's so happy. <laughs> I know. He hasn't seen it yet. We were recording just after we announced it, and I'm, like, waiting for him. He, and he genuinely won as well. Yeah. Like, I did the whole... No rigging. He actually yeah. tried to... Um, I saw him. He works at Ivy Bar. For those who want to go check out Ivy Bar, he'll be slinging drinks. And he tried to bribe me with free shots. And I was like, sorry, honey, you're talking to the wrong member of Kick On Spot. <laughs> and I would have been like, fuck no, I'm not having a shot. Yeah, you would have. It was um, one of those ones with cinnamon on it. Fireball? Yeah, it was a fireball. Oh, I was talking about fireball today. Anyway, um, my other first sip, which it's not really a first sip, but it's just news today and it's really niche. But something I'm excited about because I've been trying for years to get my hands on Charlotte Tilbury makeup and it's coming to Mecca really soon. Like it's launching in Mecca and she is amazing. She's like a celebrity makeup artist to the stars. And why are you so excited about her makeup line? Cause it's, it's like, um, never been sold in New Zealand before. And it's like it's existed for ages, but you've never been able to get it in New Zealand. And what's what's she gonna get? What's on the wish list? There's a particular lipstick I've wanted for a really long time. Mm. I think as well she does amazing like blushes. Gorgeous. Yeah. So that's exciting for the people who want to buy it. Who wear makeup? Yeah. I actually watched a um, great video of Silky Nutmeg Ganache doing one of those like get ready with me makeup tutorials oh. for half an hour. <laughs> Did you watched... get the vivid out? No, she's <laughs> she's got rid of the vivid. She no longer uses black. Um she just uses a very dark brown to contour now. Oh. But she was talking about blush and it made me just think blush looks amazing on so Blush is the best makeup product. I remember ages ago Kylie Jenner was like on a tour of media and was like about her cosmetics and she was like always saying blush, like like blush is the 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 product, because like once you put foundation on, you take away all the color from your face, so you have to build it up again, you know? Yeah. And it's not like lame, like it wasn't the eighties, even though it was kind of cool. Oh my god, I love that blush that comes like literally up by your eyebrows. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. Um, speaking of silky nutmeg ganache, how's everyone feeling about All Stars Six? I'm actually feeling really good about this. I think that this is the best All-Stars season we've had in a long time. A while, I agree. Cast really clicks well together. There's no front runner, I don't think. Everyone's very Mm. even. Yep, I'd agree with that. Um, And the redemptions are incredible. Yeah, I feel like you're probably right in that last year it was just so obviously going to be Shay. 
So it, it's nice to have that friendly bit of competition. And yeah, the redemptions, like seeing Raja O'Hara, who I was like, I do not want this bitch on this season. And I'm like eating my words. Yeah, like, fully. She is all a very well-rounded queen. She is funny. Yeah. She's good in the confessionals. They're giving her a lot of airtime. I mm. watched um, a Bussy Queen's YouTube video um, yeah. doing a rundown of the looks that they presented last week. Mm. Um, so that would be on episode three, I yeah. believe. Um, and she was saying that some of the queens are having issues with screen time because some are getting way less Yeah, than like Pandora Box. Mm, justice for Pandora's. But she, when Bussy did that, um, Bussy Queen actually calls herself Bussy Queen, which I think is so crazy because she's obviously Bussy Queen. Yeah, we had this whole argument, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, debate. Yeah, she's so weird. Yeah. Um. Anyway, she did the numbers she ran the calculations she sleuthed and slothed and found out that like pandora box actually sits like right in the middle oh interesting is she just not memorable i don't know yeah trinity though trinity she it's all it's because trinity has been in either the top or the bottom and if you're the top or the bottom you get a lot of airtime because they're building an arc around you Yeah. yeah i also think like yeah, I I like the lip sync assassin element of it. I for some reason I just was like, oh, all stars can't be fucked. But I'm loving it, and I don't know why I was thinking it because they did the lip sync assassin last yeah, year. Yeah, they right? did. I think were you thinking that because you have fatigue? No, I don't even know. No, I don't think so. I think I was just like, maybe I, I don't know. Okay, well, (laughs) it's really good to watch. It is, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Laganja. I know. I'm, like, secretly hoping that she just, like, makes an entrance. Whatever the secret game is, I'm hoping that, like, it's actually introducing Laganja back. Yeah, the game within the game. I think there's an episode out... Today. Yeah. yeah. There is. I know. All day I'd been like, don't look at it, don't watch it. Oh, that's so good. Wait for your friend... (laughs) thank you right shall we get into it yeah so do you have a life of the party for us today steph i do have a life of the party my life of the party is and i'm sorry for the boomers who are listening that aren't on tiktok first of all don't let technology pass you by you don't want to be phased out you want to be up with it we cannot let these kids take over and it's actually a really amazing learning tool which leads me to my life of the party which is the moldy party of new zealand being on tiktok their handle is te party moldy and it's amazing they've probably uploaded about six to seven tiktoks i would guess and they're all amazing some of them are like clips of them in the chamber like um sassing out the speaker or when they walked out or some of them are them doing like different challenges. Um, the two different members, well, the two members, um, Rawiri Waititi and Debbie Narewa Parker, Packer, I should say, um, just like doing fun things. Yeah, they're it's, actually so fun. They're really good on Instagram as well. They are, and I just think like freaking clever to that comms team. Like, get your um, party, whichever one it is, on TikTok. It's such a great way to reach so many people. That and 
that aren't getting reached via mainstream. Like, the people who are watching the news are not the same people who are watching TikTok. Yeah, and the people who are watching TikTok are probably nearly, like, nearly of age to be able to vote or just turned. Or just turned 30. Or just turned 30 and a, and a fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm loving it, and I just, yeah. We actually, um, friend of the pod, Ina, mm. she mm. has recently become a tiktok celebrity celebrity she had a tiktok go viral should i have a quick look at what yeah so our friend posted a tiktok um on the app about her going into a room that was like really messy and it was just basically like the crying baby sound behind it and is it interesting to listen to someone describe a tiktok no. I don't know. Anyway. I reckon sometimes. And it's got 1.2 million views. So I think the key to going viral on TikTok is using a sound that's already viral. I think that's why yeah. she's got so many views. But it's really funny. And it's also funny because all the comments, like people are fighting in the comments, which isn't funny, but yeah. it's just What's wild. the caption on it? The cap. So it's her flatmate's bedroom, which is. Th- Oh no, he's he's her friend, not her flatmate. Yeah. Um, and he actually doesn't live there. He's like not like me. How I'm like, don't call me your flatmate, Jason. I'm your friend. Um, and podcast host, co-host. Um, <laughs> this is my podcast co-host. <laughs> so it's her friend's really messy bedroom. His bed is on the ground, and the caption is POV, which if those of you don't know, it's point of view. POV, you get invited back to a, to a 20-something-year-old guy's place, and it's just like, this really you wouldn't want to go back to this guy's place. Yeah. And it's so relatable. We've all been there. I've been there. <laughs> oh, my God. Way too many times. Way too many times. I remember once I went back to this guy's house when I was in Sydney for Mardi Gras, I think, and he had... I don't even know what his bench was and what his floor was and what his table was. He just had so many dishes everywhere. In the kitchen. Or like yeah, in the, like in the kitchen, kitchen, but we kind of like hung out there. Oh, I would not be able, I'd have to leave. Well, once you, it's hard because you like, you've been hooking up in the club or chatting yeah. or, you know, you've gone for a little walk, a stroll somewhere or something. You've had this great night and then you like get all the way to the house and it's like, war zone like what do you do do you yeah. just say thank you i guess you just hope you're like no i shouldn't say that I and it's all... like drunk enough to like not care but that's also not good no <laughs> no it's more and also once you're at their house you're like fuck i'm already here yeah like i kind of like basically want to go to sleep yeah or bang yeah i don't know it's i've never just left <laughs> because someone's house has been gross and i, I could have I know, I know. But I've also been someone who slept on a mattress on the floor as well. Exactly. So, like sw- swings and roundabouts. Our friend of the pod, Adam, is sleeping on an airbed right now. I know, and I would absolutely bang him. <laughs> <laughs> no comment on that one. <laughs> uh, la, la, la. So, life of the party. So, my life of the party, our good friends, the Veronicas, have released two new albums at once and they've actually been on a hiatus for quite a while but they've released two full-length albums one is called human and one is called godzilla human is more like chill vibes um it's got their song on your side which was directed by ruby rose um and then god yeah 
Oh my god. And then Godzilla is more up tempo, um, they're kind of old school emo y kind of sounds. But the reason why it's my life of the party is because they're attached to all this was a 60 minutes Australia documentary that's on YouTube. You can find it by just typing in the Veronica's 60 minutes and they go into detail. They talk about the album and they talk about a little bit about Ruby Rose and um, Jess's relationship and Mm. how it literally broke the sisters up. They stopped talking for a full year until Jess realized that she, the only thing she had in her life was this relationship, this toxic relationship. And you can actually go back and watch the Veronica's um, MTV series, and um, Jess has more comments on... She never specifically says Ruby, but, like, it's absolutely Ruby Rose, Mm. um, about how this person, like, basically took everything away from her Mm. and she didn't even realize it was happening to her until it was like she couldn't get out of it i know it was so crazy did ruby rose direct this video before no so that's so they dated they dated back in the day when ruby rose was the mtv dj or whatever yeah and then they'd been really good friends for like 10 years ruby rose directs this video and if you go and watch the video the song's called uh by your side i think or mm. on your side. Um, it's really hot and heavy, and it's basically like Ruby Rose making out with them, and they're like going through rooms, and Ruby Rose directed it, starred in it, and that's where they got together. So there's a quote with... Oh, um, I see. So this is ages ago. Yeah, this is right. ages ago. So okay. the song... I don't know why th- the song was released ages ago. I assume that they had planned to release these albums. Mm-hmm. And then couldn't, couldn't they because talking. they weren't talking. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually really nice to see them back together yeah. again. Um, but if you go watch interviews of them, like, while they were obviously having a little moment with each other, that's really crazy. So they were still too. working while they, or no? No, they stopped working. Wow. Yeah. They I, didn't speak. I know. I do know this. I have heard this um, in other on other platforms yeah. recently, but... I didn't realize, I guess, that what so the song has now been is on one of the albums, the new albums. Yeah, on it's one of the new wild. albums. And so that song is on Human, and then Godzilla has a song called In My Blood, which was the first single they released for the new project yes. years ago. Yeah, um, and then had to cut it out. To be honest, guys, there are a couple of good songs on each album. I would say that Godzilla is the better album overall. But then the next ones we're really looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. totally. But the drama around it. Whoo! I know. And I love all their styling and just, oh, it's oh. all amazing. It kind of makes sense that these two, like, emo, punk rock, like, beauty queens evolve into this, like, dominatrix, mm. latex woman, like, yeah. queer icon, like, it's the natural progression. It is. Literally, yeah. it's written in the stars. Yeah. I watched the video for Hook Me Up the other day. Treat. I love it. Um, totally unrelated, but I hope everyone saw that Peachy Keen has been announced as happening again in 2022 
on the 17th of Feb, I think, in Days Bay. So yeah, sign up for pre, like, not pre-sales now, but um, I think you can register for like pre-sale information or something yeah. like that. But go to the Instagram, Peachy Hem Fest. It's going to be lit. Oh, it's going to be so good. Can't oh, wait. Can't wait to announce who's going to be playing. <laughs> when we know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... Was that all you had to say about the Veronica? Yeah, yeah, that's all I had to say. I just like went on a Veronica's journey with um, friend of the pod Shaya, and mm. I almost need someone to, and maybe I'm the one to do it, but need someone to go through and like collate everything that happened around the Veronicas and Ruby Rose together. I just want to see it all in one video to like really fully have a realized version of what the fuck went on over there yeah and the sad thing is is that their mum i heard yes. someone's t- one of them or someone was saying about their mum being is not well and hasn't been well for a long time and that was also going on while they weren't speaking and yeah. so that was like extra awful yeah go go find the 60 minutes documentary it's like 12 minutes long um and it'll give you an insight into a little bit of ruby rose a little bit of the mum, a little bit of them on a boat in the harbor cute yeah shameless podcast have been doing like a series called feud where they like deep dive into different i think it's called feud that might not be right but it's basically about different feuds yeah so there was like a brangelina one there was they did some lots of australian ones oh it's called scandal there we go um and i would imagine they might do a veronica's one it makes sense yeah it's so fucking interesting especially when you watch interviews of them they're just such sisters yeah it would be so hard to work with your family well they like try and convince you that it's the most blessed thing that has ever happened to them in their lives really yeah just feel like no one gets at you like your siblings like we've talked about maybe not on here but (laughs) yeah and like oh it would be difficult yeah but hey we're getting the we're reaping the rewards yeah of a failed relationship speaking Mm -hmm. of do you have a peak too soon? <laughs> yes. My peak too soon. Oh, okay. My peak too soon is just... Okay, so the world is reopening, right? Right. Um, celebrities are back at it. They're hooking up. They're breaking up, etc., etc. But my biggest thing is that the celebrities are back on holiday and rubbing it in our faces that they're in Italy and that they're like living their best lives and it's so privileged because they're vaccinated and yet they're not like high risk. Like I get that America's like way further through their vaccination program, but, and they can afford to. And I mean, it is great for these small little like Italian towns, I guess, who really need money like after COVID, but I'm just sick of being jealous of them. Do you know what? I think if we roll the tape back a full year into us being in lockdown, you had this exact same peak too soon. I know. Of the people who weren't in lockdown. I know. Holiday. I know. Girl, go on a fucking holiday. Treat yourself. I know. You should. I follow this um, amazing... Uh, Instagram account called not skinny but not fat which is like kind of a problematic name but whatever um and she kind of posts mainly about like uh Benefer 
uh, Scott and Amelia, Courtney and Travis. Um, but she did this whole story the other day and posted like a screenshot of every celebrity that had posted in like the last day in Italy. And there were so many, like so many. Do you think Italy has like done some deal with them to like go to Italy? Because Italy's brand has been so hot right now. Oh my God. Oh, from from oh, COVID. I so see they got to rebuild. I thought you were talking about Luca. I was oh, like, <laughs> let's talk about Luca though. Italy is so hot right now. Uh, so, amazing. Yeah, Disney Plus uh, has released a Disney Pixar film, which I assume was supposed to go into theaters, but instead gone to the uh, Disney Plus app. Yeah, it's called Luca, mm. and it is queer baiting at its finest <laughs> it's so it's so nice it is the colors are amazing the messages yeah. are amazing it's a great film from pixar yeah Exa- totally yeah. as good as their best ones i think agreed silencio bruno silencio bruno and it makes you really want to go to italy and i guess if you can you should but i'm still gonna be jealousy jealousy what were you doing Jealousy, jealousy. Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, okay. I was doing Nick Jonas. Yeah. yeah. Um. So my peak too soon. <laughs> Just really happy about being like a thirty-year-old who like knows Have you Olivia watched Rodrigo. Olivia Rodrigo's prom. Yes. Oh, so good. She has a YouTube. Actually, I've got a bone to pick with it though. So she's got a YouTube live concert, I guess, live action concert film. Um, called the Sour Prom, and it's really cool. But she didn't sing Deja Vu because she did like a mashup of two songs. I thought that was cool in the limousine. Yeah, that was cool, but she should have sung it later as well. Oh, did you think she was going to? Yeah. Oh, sweetie. I know, and it's my favorite one. Yeah, I think. Yeah, she could have done it twice. Yeah, but yeah, okay, bone picked. I really like, I can't remember, oh, we must have spoken about this, but I think that her management have just got it so right, the people who are, like, doing her branding, because, and I'm sure she will, like, end up having her, like, moment where she gets, like, a little bit raunchy or scandalous, but I think she's so perfectly young, but not, like, being objectified, but also not being, like, cutesy, like... Yeah, well, the she's gone down the, again. like, um, the the rock chick. Yeah. Vibe. It's very cool. It's very, like, Gen Z, isn't it? So Gen Z. Kids, when these kids are older, they're not even going to look back and be like, I can't believe I wore that, like, bandeau. I know. Belt. I literally have that uh, gripe with the kids. I just, it's just like... Can you be can you be a fully rounded I mean, I've literally started this episode being like, fuck being an adult. So <laughs> I take everything I was about yeah. to say back. Um Actually, can I say, yeah. like last night we went to a community theatre production of Les Miserables. Congrats mm-hmm. to all involved. But how cute were like the like I'm gonna um uh make an ass out of you and me and assume that they were like queer kids, like living their best lives. Did you see? Them? The queer ones. Yeah, in the audience. Oh, yeah, I did in the audience. Yeah. I was like, on stage? No, in the audience. In that time? It was like Miz. You can't be gay <laughs> in that time. Although there was that line about um, in Master of the House when he's like, the ones are queer. Uh, I was like, oh. There was an interesting, um, 
like a sentence that Tenardier like lent into in that song that I was oh it was a bosom joke yeah. and I was like you didn't need to do that you could have just like your bosom friend you didn't yeah, need yeah. to be like bosom and touch your tits I know your tits. I thought was, the same thing yeah, yeah. yeah. wrong um, emphasis yeah I thought. but yeah definitely that show itself I've had this gripe with musical theatre recently mm. where I think it needs a revamp completely yes but I also like Les Mis, gorgeous music, but it's literally, like, about just, like, this misogynistic world that men rule. Yeah, but that's kind of the world. I know, and I understand that that is the world that they lived in at that time, and we're just, like, watching. And we live in now. Yeah, but... I don't know. Yeah, no, that's fair enough, but... I don't feel like it aged well, but... I know, but like, what can you? It's like, when do you like just enjoy it? Yeah, you know, know. you got to suspend your disbelief I and know. like take. It's like we've had some interesting conversations over the last week with our friends that have been visiting about when to like disengage. Yeah, disengage from conversations that you feel like you should be um, standing up for a particular point, stressing your point, having a debate. And when to, yeah, when to, like, okay, I'm going to engage with this and I'm going to, like, tell this person what I think and why what they think maybe they could think differently. Yeah, I think that what struck me when we had this conversation was the word debate. Because some things aren't up for debate. Yeah. And yeah. that's when it gets difficult when you are trying to educate someone because mm, it's not debatable. It's yeah, it's facts. It's facts. It's, like this if, is the world now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna try and find an example, but that's probably pointless. But, yeah, yeah. So agreed. It, that's when it gets hard because you're like, have someone coming at you. But I also think that we should try and not agree with, but consume other people's points of view. For critical thinking. Yeah, in order to, like, understand. Because otherwise, like, Adam and I were saying we don't want to get, like, so left-wing that we become what we view the right-wing people to be, if that makes sense. Yeah. Just, like, unreasonable and don't want to hear it. And and I know that that you should be so passionate and, like, be yourself and, and live your true feelings, but... We don't want to become what we don't like in the other on the other side. Yeah, I I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I agree. But doesn't um, mean you're not going to stand up for what's right. Yeah, we gotta fight for our right. But oh my god, Judith Collins is on RNZ the other morning, and Corin was like trying to talk to her about. Uh, I think vaccinating something around COVID and she was just missing the questions completely and just like pushing the national agenda. I do you know like, who I've seen do that? Off. Caitlin Jenner oh. running for governor. Yeah, that's bullshit. Oh my God. If you want to like laugh and cry, it's so cringy. <laughs> she literally does the same thing. They'll oh. ask her any question. Go watch the, her interview on The View. Okay. Oh, disaster. Was Megan McCain there? I don't know which one she is, but she's Whoopi was there. Yeah, Megan McCain Young, was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was there. Oh, she's the most annoying one. Um, yeah, because she's a Republican. Yeah, obviously. It's so annoying. But oh, the <laughs> stuff that Caitlin is saying is embarrassing. Mm. And she, like, 
one of her policies, she just believes that all homeless people should be put in a field. What? Yeah, that's the answer. And California has such a high rate of homelessness. Yeah. Put them in a field, calling Caitlyn Jenner. Ridiculous. Oh, my God. I know. She is such a bad representation for the trans community. It's such like a catch-22 because, like, I think her coming out as a trans woman was so important and it, like, cracked through mainstream media and people who would have never known even the term transgender. Yeah. Like, learned it, but she's just so fucking Well, she's what you were saying. She's too far. Mm. She's... She... She doesn't even stick up for her own community at all. Yeah, yeah. She said so many transphobic things. Yeah. I don't know. She, like, there is something going on in that woman's mind that is, like, cracked. I feel like um, the cast of I Am Kate just, because you know how it was, like, her and then all these other amazing trans women um, who... A lot of them are huge activists. I can't remember her last name, but Jenny. I think her name's Jenny. Jen Richards, I think it is. She's incredible and, like, on Twitter all the time. And she just must regret doing that so much. She would have got sold it as something different than what it was, though. (laughs) True. And Caitlyn was something different than what she is now as well. But also, like... Yes, she became the woman that she felt she that she knows she has been her whole life. Mm. But like you can't change your personality or your like inherent beliefs. You she's still that, the same person. Well, no, well that's you'd think not that right you could thing. because she went from being like you would hope that she could. Yeah, yeah. you know, seen as perceived as. Uh, a white man, you know? Yeah. Which, into being a minority. Yeah. A, and, like, a woman and a trans woman yeah. as well. Like, And she still has all these crazy, like, concepts of how the world should work. And she's just someone who is, like, a money-grabbing, yeah. like, Dirty privileged. Yeah. yeah. Um, my peak too soon... <laughs> It's not Caitlyn Jenner. No, it's not Caitlyn Jenner. I've actually got to talk about two things. Mm -hmm. So first of all, I want to quickly talk about Bill Cosby being released from prison. So as we all know, Bill Cosby was the first um, like major incarceration as part of the Me Too movement. And he was sent to prison for a sentence of up to 10 years and Mm. has only served three of them. And the Supreme Court in Pennsylvania has um, let him go on a, uh, what's the word? I thought it was a uh, A discrepancy. Yeah. Um, yeah, because in 2005, they his decision not to prosecute, uh, he made a decision not to be prosecuted in a civil case or something like that. Anyway... Some reason he's it's a allowed loophole. to, yeah, some loophole, and they're very ex- his family's very excited to see him go home and blah blah blah, and so fucked. This in the same breath where Bill Cosby is being released, our gorgeous gal Britney Spears mm. is um staying in her conservatorship for the time being, and I've just got like a little timeline of kind of what's happened since um she spoke. Mm. Um, 
So on so much has happened. Oh, so much has happened. This is a very like brief um, timeline because it's actually just like overwhelming. Yeah, if you get into it. June thirtieth, um, Jamie, her father, uh, calls for an inquiry into the claims that Spears uh, brought up during her testimony, um, and he. While bringing up this inquiry, so he wants them to look into what's been going on in this conservatorship. He's also um, set up separate documents which push push back against Spears' claims. Mm. So, so he's not tr- actually trying to investigate what's going on. No. Or what his... He's saying, like, we'll look into it, but also some of the stuff that you said is not true and I'm going to get my lawyers on it. Yeah. Um, he's saying that Jody Montgomery, who is... Uh, in charge of the conservatorship as well. Mm. It's all on her and that she has, uh, well, she's fully in charge of Brittany's day-to-day personal care and medical treatments. So he's obviously wanting the blame to be shifted to her because Brittany has been like, I want to sue my family. Mm. Then on July 1st, um, a judge denies Brittany's request to remove her father from the ongoing conservatorship. Mm. Now, the thing about this part is that this decision was made in response to Brittany's 23rd of June testimony. Not the 23rd of June testimony, sorry, but a 2020 request. So this is mm. an old request made and hopefully... The uh, last one that we'll get to know. God, the, the system's just so bizarre. Eh? Yeah. It's so hard to understand. Um, July 6th, Larry Rudolph, her longtime manager, mm. resigns. Yeah. Um, and it's, he says that she has uh, a desire to retire. Mm. A desire to retire. Hey. So that's why he's letting her go. He says, um, oh, leaving. Uh, he says that he, I have never been part of the conservatorship nor its mm. operation. So I am not privy to many of the details. Mm. And he thinks that the conservatorship is has distanced them and he is distancing himself from all of that. Yeah. So I think some storm is brewing more than we know because Mm. not only has he left, um, the court appointed lawyer has gone and really the only person who's staying, um, Jody Montgomery. Yeah. But she's been, Britney Spears has asked her to stay apparently. Oh, okay. I was assuming that she like would have legally had to stay because she's no, been in charge of it. She can stay in charge of it. Um, Jodie Montgomery told the court that she has been getting death threats since she also asked the court to allow Spears's conservatorship estate to continue to pay for twenty four hour security. Yeah, um, because of the death threats. It's <laughs> it's crazy that death threats are so common like mm. what how what and Radicalized. how yeah who is it who sends Just a death threat the... is it a real is it a crazed spears fan i don't know or is it Maybe. someone who just like loves to send a death threat probably both yeah um jamie lynn spears also came out like a few days after yeah. britney spoke and was like um, I've always maintained my relationship with my sister as being just that. I don't like want to get involved in any of this, but then she's also been like being rewarded off of this as well. So basically Jamie Lynn, who is Brittany's little sister, mm. she has 
in an Instagram post, she said that, um, I don't care if she wants to run away to the rainforest and have a zillion babies in the middle of nowhere, or if she wants to come back and dominate the world the way she has so many times before, I have nothing to gain or lose either way. This situation does not affect me because I am only her sister who is only concerned about her happiness. And then she also like, so fans were like, um, how does this not affect you? Yeah. If your sister is literally being controlled, yeah. like that should affect you. And then she's come back and said, maybe I didn't support her the way the public would, um, alluding to the hashtag free Britney movement. Yeah. Um, but I can assure you I've supported my sister long before there was a hashtag and also, and I'll support her long after that. Yes. And she's also come forth. So Britney Spears has Jamie, her father, mm. Lynn, her mother, and Brian, her brother, brother on yeah. the payroll. And Jamie Lynn, the sister has come forward and said that she is not on the payroll uh, by saying, uh, like by liking an Instagram post saying facts now leave my broke ass alone huh. but she's not included in the payroll right so interesting it is interesting it's just like I wonder how much she's not allowed to say she has really tried to split herself up from the family by saying she is speaking as herself and she is not her family yeah um it's so complicated yeah it's so complicated but a lot of stars like after Jamie Lynn posted that yeah christina aguilera came forward and was like you deserve to be loved and i thought that was i was like is this a bit shady (laughs) um no towards jamie lynn oh yeah maybe yeah yeah (laughs) i don't know there was also a really good article that um was written by ronan farrow who is the journalist who broke the story of Harvey Weinstein um, and his crimes. Um, He's written an article for The New Yorker with Gia Tolentino all about um, basically the conservatorship. It's really good, except if you've read any other free articles in The New Yorker this month, I think you have to subscribe, which is so annoying, but also like they need to make newspapers or magazines, so that's fine. Um, But there was a 911 call a few days, maybe the day before the, the hearing. hearing, where Brittany cited um, conservator abuse, and they weren't allowed. They had that sealed, so that wasn't be allowed to be revealed in the case that followed, like the day after or in the next days that followed. And crazy, her mum has come forth. So Lynn has come forward and said Brittany needs to be able to hire her own counsel. Yeah. So hopefully that happens now that um her court appointed lawyer has quit, and Brittany can choose who she wants to um help her. Yeah. It's hard because she doesn't control her own money. I just don't understand how any of this will happen. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe someone will have to fund her a lawyer. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm sure there will be plenty of people who will do it. Dolly Parton? Oh, legit. (laughs) Dollywood. Do you know who might do it? Ed Sheeran. He's been making so much money off this new song, Bad Habits. (laughs) I just had to bring it up because... First listen, I watched the music video with it. Don't get it. Yeah. Second listen, I watched a live performance of it. Don't 
get it. Yeah, he looked good in the live performance. Oh, he looks so good. He always gets like a bit fit when he's about to release an album. Yeah. Then I listened to it just on Spotify. It's kind of catchy. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, our friend. Hi, Jimmy. Um, first to listen to the pod every week. He texts me like the week after he, they left Wellington and he was like, I'm into it. Okay, Which is cool. like, of course he was going to yeah. be. Like, saw that coming from a mile away. But yeah. So you've got some people in your camp. Yeah, I'm I'm getting there. I, I do, I see potential. But what did you say? Whose song does it sound exactly like? It sounds like, like Georgia Lyons' oh, song. Yeah. I'm at the end of my rope. We should do a mashup. They told me. Yeah, we should. Yeah. We should. Wow. How fun would that be? Um, not the only one to release new music this week or last week. Taylor Swift. Oh yeah. Uh, is featured in Big Red Machine's new track. Yeah. Which um is a collaboration between Aaron Dresser, Desna, Desna, and Justin Vernon. Yeah. For the um, National and oh, is Justin Vernon in the National? With no, no. Are they just best friends? Who's Bonnevere? Justin Vernon. Yeah. Yeah. And The National. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, together. And Taylor Swift has a new song with them, and it's just like... It's cute. It's very cute. Yeah. Yeah. So ready for that. Um, Red to drop? Red to drop, yeah. yeah. There's also a Taylor Swift warehouse party happening on the 16th of July. In Is that a Friday night? I think it's a Saturday. Okay. Oh, yeah, because the night before is Pickle Darling, Live at Moon. Oh, gorgeous. Oh, no, oh. that's wrong. That's not true. Okay. Sorry. I looked this up today. It's the weekend after. Okay. Yeah. There's Pickle few... Darling is on the 22nd. And the Taylor Swift is on the 16th. Yeah. Okay, gorgeous. Yeah. It's a lot happening. Yeah, classic July. I think that takes us into the mantra. Absolutely. 2001 to 2008, there ain't a song that we hate. That was kind of like... It sounded like a vocal Yeah, it really did. Like, there ain't a song that we hate. Oh. That's new. We could do some different things with that line. Yeah, we could put our acting degrees to use we yeah. only ever put our singing degrees to use when we do that part do the mantra yeah so true okay i'm into that what song are you adding to the playlist this week jason for to celebrate 25 years of the spice girls happy 25th birthday girls yeah i am adding Emma Bunton, uh, what took you so long? What took you so long? What took you what so took you long? All night? What took you all took you night? Took you forever to say I'm right. 2001, I believe. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's in the bracket. Amazing. And that song actually was went off on like now. One of the nows, yeah. yeah. Um, it's actually the 16th birthday of Gwen Stefani's Cool as well. The hottest, the hottest song on the playlist. Cool. Yeah, I know. Oh. I posted about it on our Instagram. I posted a video. And then Instagram told me that I'd, like, breached, like, some company, like, rules or policy. Like, UMI policy or something. 
because of the song? Yeah. Oh. I was like, what the fuck? I just screen recorded someone else's Twitter video. Oh, <laughs> maybe that's But I think it was that. to do with the rights of the music. Gwen Stefani is engaged. Married. Oh, married. Yeah. So crazy. I know. I was listening to comments by celebs um, podcast on the way to work today, and they were like, it's actually really funny. It really made me think because um, one of the girls is like, so Gwen Stefani and Blake Sheldon got married and I just like have to admit that I just don't really care. Like I don't care about this couple. I don't care about updates. And then the other co-host, Julie, was like, that is so funny because we have so many, they get heaps of messages being like, oh, it's so annoying when you guys agree all the time. Like it would be nice to have like a little bit of debate. So while you were introducing that, I was gearing up to be like, oh, I just don't fucking care about this couple. Uh, and then they uh, both had the same opinion. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I do not care about that couple. Neither. If them as a couple, no way. Gwen Stefani, gimme, gimme. Yeah. Blake everything. Sheldon is chuggy. Blake Sheldon is so chewy. Yeah. He, it's because he's a woodworking dad. Yeah. She looked amazing. Of course I'm, she did. She always yeah. does. But also Carson Daly. Like, are we not done with him? Yeah. We are. Yeah. But it's part of the couple that we don't care about. Yeah. It's just, a, it's, it's the wedding package that you get. Yeah. She's like the queen of pale skin and bright lips. And blonde hair. And blonde hair, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So good. Happy birthday, cool. Well, my song is uh, one that you're going to be like, I can't fucking believe that it's not already on the po- on the playlist. Like, what the fuck? It's actually from 2012, which I was shocked to find out. I thought it would have been a bit earlier. But I'm just going to read you. I'm going to do a little bit of a reading. Go. Take me to- on a journey. Hey, I'm calling you back. Ooh, she's she's been been a bitch bitch tonight. (laughs) And by bitch, I mean this rain. No cabs, nowhere. If that is the Glee version, I will kill you here (laughs) and now. It's not the Glee version. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm adding Let's Have a Kiki by the Scissor Sisters from 2012. Famously covered by Glee and a mashup of Let's Have a Kiki slash Turkey Lurkey Time, which surely we've spoken about. Shit, is, have we already done this? I should check. I didn't actually check that it wasn't already on the playlist. I don't know. I just assumed Wait, you checked. Because we've talked about Turkey Lurkey Time on the podcast before, right? Yeah, definitely. Because oh, that's when we were going God. through our Glee phase, though, remember? I know. I'm ready to bring it back. That was before Leah Michelle got cancelled oh I my know. god it is on there <laughs> oh no okay oh fuck womp womp okay I, know, I loved the i loved the enthusiasm behind that though. oh You're... no i'm in the wrong playlist <laughs> <laughs> that's the playlist i was listening to oh this home. has been a wild <laughs> adventure okay it's not on there and now it is <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so sorry about that. I was listening to our kick-ons at ours playlist, which is another one that we have, which um, I realized today, like full transparency, you know, that I had put a uh, 660 song on there. Like, who the fuck am I? So um, it's now not on there anymore. Oh, did you take it off? Hell yeah. It's not on brand. No, I know. It's just... So Steph sent me a message being like, oh my God, we're such hypocrites. We literally have a 660 song in our playlist. And I was like, we are hypocrites. <laughs> and proud. Yeah, we say shit all the time that we don't mean. 
it's such a funny playlist <laughs> because there's like some it's i think it i started it as songs that we mention on the play uh, on the podcast yeah. and it's supposed to be like coming back to our place and we're having kick-ons but like i was listening to it because i I was like, I want to listen to something like I haven't listened to in ages. So the first one I put on was Daisies by Katy Perry. Oh, good one. And then like the next song that played was Lifeboat from the Heathers musical. I was like, fuck, this is so funny. That's a journey. Yeah. So anyway, and the whole of Art Pop is on there and it's a really great playlist. And now you'll find Let's Have a Kiki on that and on 2001 to 2008. (sighs) Gorgeous. It's turkey lucky time. Not yet. I mean, it is basically midwinter Christmas. Well, that's our episode for today. Thank you so Real much like, for... I know. Peaked at the end. Did. Yeah. We always love a surprise. <laughs> uh, if you loved what you listened to, please go to your podcast server and give us a follow. Some stars. Only five stars is applicable. Go do that. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah, head to my instagram account at one hit wonder if you want to come see me perform live with Paige and wells on the 6th of august yeah um at meow in wellington and head to at kick ons pod on instagram if you want to win tickets two times double passes to give away honestly it's gonna be amazing <laughs> i like i can't even tell you how excited what are you gonna i am wear? oh i don't know yet Yeah, we'll figure that out. Yeah. Okay. We love you. Bye. Bye.